Ladies and gentlemen, please do not panic. The casuals have merely taken control of your lives. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com! Hello and welcome to another episode of Casually Hardcore for Sunday, the 20th of June... 2010, I will be your Gnomewise for today. I will be your Dexa for today. And I'm Iolite. And you just don't know how to follow a lead, do you, woman, huh? I do not. <laughs> <sighs> You're starting off early with it. Silence! I already got my glass of wine in front of me. What's oh, the is it now? Woohoo! Let's well, see. I figure it's Father's Day, therefore I need to be drunk. Um... <laughs> Penis. Oh, look at that. Not so much. No, no. Whereas I, on the other hand, shipped my man out of state. Yeah, that's why we're, we're lacking a particular uh, pantsless one. Yes. No pants. <laughs> In I memory of, of the great, no you know, of the dearly departed, not here, Grail. <laughs> you know, we, we have a choice of either. Penis. And I wear no pants. <laughs> play that in the other order, it's a little more. Anyway. Ah. Uh- and Gwen. Gwenora is, of course. Gone. However, not a off, father. Off playing with the fishes. Off fishing. He's fishing. What a shocker. Yes. Yeah. Shocked I was. Indeed. Yes. Now, before I get any further and forget it yet again, in Internet Relay Chat, which you can get to by going to the website, www.vtwproductions.com, and clicking on the chat, pull-down menu at the top, and choosing text chat, or... We're doing a little test this week. If you have a webcam, or if you're just interested in seeing my ugly mug, you can go down to the... And Kevin, who's the only brave soul so far to turn on his webcam. He's on the television, the 60-inch television behind Dax's head, right in front of me. He's haunting me. He was wearing a ski mask earlier. I know. I thought we looked like a terrorist cell. I'm like, all the others are going to get on. And Evil Lick Bad Guy is also joining us there. Um, (laughs) You can help us test out our mashup between... The tiny chat engine and our IRC. We have the IRC window at the very top, mm-hmm. and right below it are the video panels from Tiny Chat, which you can participate with if you have your own webcam. Please do not use the embedded chat that is part of Tiny Chat. We want to keep all the people participating together in IRC, which is why we put the IRC window up top, <laughs> and so you can scroll the screen around, arrange things so you can see all the video and still chat. Um, and Evil McBad Guy is being a smart ass and is doing. <laughs> Text on the window where everyone else is doing video. Well, he's evil McBad guy. Props to him. <laughs> so, uh, I have not yet figured out how to tell Tiny Chat not to do its chat window. They probably have engineered it to, to not be removable because, well, they would like you to use their service, and I'm good with that. But we'll go forward and maybe come up with our own solution for doing the panel O webcams during shows and yet let people participate in IRC chat at the same time because it's just fun. Yes. It, it was fun. <laughs> so join us in chat, either just regular IRC chat by choosing text chat, or you can click on tiny chat test and do text chat, plus looking at interesting people's faces from all around the world. And, and for those of you who are curious about um, me getting on chat, not, not going to happen. The camera. No. <laughs> My camera shy co-hosts, they're the <laughs> freakiest extroverts I've ever known. No, it's not 
What? Not you do an internet radio show <laughs> that's downloaded by thousands of listeners every week. You make me nervous here. And you don't <laughs> want to get on a webcam. I oh, just I yeah. can't reconcile those things. But I, I'm good with it. I, now. I, I stand up in front of several thousand people. Every year. Every year. Yeah. And talk. Yeah. So I'm I, not... It, no. Me the too, but it, that's different. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Yeah, I look like I, you know... <laughs> it's the camera. The camera's doing more it. Weight. That's it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the fact that I need to diet. Kevin is not going to put a bag over his head, it looks like. I'm not no, touching no, no. that. No, no, no. Is he going, for the, <laughs> is he going kidding. back for the, um, the ski mask no. again? We can go... Well, we had to um, make photocopies of our driver's licenses <laughs> to <laughs> register ourselves. Speaking of masks. Yeah, we're, we're, doing, we're doing the registration for PAX, PAX 2010. <laughs> we're getting our media badges. And part of the thing you have to do is send in a scan of a government-issued ID. Right. So Daxa brought with her today a photocopy of Grail's <laughs> driver's license, which when it's rendered in black and white of a photocopy does what? He <laughs> It adds this long, scraggly beard. Shadow of his chin. Uh-huh. And he looks like Osam- Osama bin No Pants. P- pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He's Osama bin No Pants. <laughs> and he, but the funny part is, is that it shows that Grail definitely has a strong chin. <laughs> but it's hilarious because it does look like he's got this very, you know, scraggly yeah. black beard on there. And I thought he had drawn just, it in with a sharpie it looks you thought like, he mm-hmm. it on yeah the yeah yeah because you know if he was actually defacing his license that way the cops yeah, might no. be a little but so grail can't draw that well so i think women <laughs> with, with your with your vile tempting you keep distracting me from the necessary things i must do at oh, the top right, of the show Barry. in the irc that we have now <laughs> described in flowing detail and don't look behind flowing. your head for the love of god i see him um <laughs> we have barry von awesome Barry VA. If you have something you wish to bring to our attention, please send a PM to Barry VA in the IRC, and he will bring it to our attention. Please do not PM the show host directly <laughs> during the show. Sorry, this is why Your I didn't want to do puppy. that. Oh yeah, I don't you can look turn the video. <laughs> I put it behind your head. You're the one who put it on your computer screen. So I do think that the white void might work. We've got the white void up there. Um, we've got the Gray Void in game. And by the way, we are outside of Ogremar this week. Yes. Um, dance party has moved Horde side. I am on as Dusk Angel, which is my um, um, night, or excuse me, Blood Elf Mage. Um, and she's just lucky I haven't deleted her yet. <laughs> she's not my. I don't play Horde a lot. Or ever for that matter? Yeah, or ever for that matter. So. Okay, and Agrius SW has a full-size Alliance PvP banner. Oh, my god! IRL. Uh-huh. In real if, life, yes. And the Murloc has joined t- uh, Tiny Chat. I'm SpongeBob. And SpongeBob. Yeah, he missed SpongeBob before. See, we are no, not going to talk about I've anything except for what's on Tiny Chat. It's no, entertaining no. health as hell, free content, and it allows people to participate with each That's other. That's true. Whether that participation is terrifying and soul melting is a whole other matter and i just want to know why so, there's a skull on the cactus but i have to tell you that the chihuahua wins so far yeah isn't he cute and i don't Dave, like with him on your arm like that it is the cutest thing ever funny cutest thing ever that ain't right. so anyways father's day yeah yeah and i promised we weren't going to celebrate and here i am wishing him happy father's day and i want to wish my honey a happy father's day and figure out if I can get out and get him a new French press because we broke his other one. No! Yeah. no! He's been drinking the uh, 
Drinking the bad coffee. Uh-oh. You know, badly made coffee. Like. I was it's say, drip. It's okay. Regular drip coffee maker. So, speaking of coffee. Yes. What do you think of the Mexican coffee? I love it. It was good, wasn't really it? Really good. Yeah. It was really no, good. I sent out tweets about it saying, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you know, free press to Coffee Roaster because, damn. Yeah, it was really good. And we tried the um, grill and I tried also the Guatemalan black. Mm-hmm. I mean, dark, which I don't normally like because it's usually really strong. Uh-huh. That's why I like Mexican because it's a lighter coffee, but it was really smooth. Very mm-hmm. yummy. Still have yet to try the other one. How would you compare these coffees to the Jamaican Blue? Jamaican Blue is kind of in a class entirely of itself, yeah. Um, but it's a mild, smooth coffee. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Unlike a Kona, which is a nice, rich, dark. Kona's in your face. Yeah. Boom. Um, yeah. See, uh, Jamaican Blue, Blue Mountain Coffee is, I mean, you uh, you almost don't need creamer if you like cream. It is self-creamy, mild, uh, You can just and you can just drink mm. it like there's no tomorrow. Uh, it's also $40 for you know, a half pound or a one pound bag, so it's a whole other story. But uh, in my opinion, should be tried by any coffee lover uh, out there. So, yep, there you go. Coffee mm. drinkers all. Yeah, yeah. Yum, yum. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So, yes. Um, well, I think this week has been a whole lot of nothing for me. Um, I downloaded more movies that I hadn't seen before and watched <laughs> those. Um, I'm really getting uh, anxious and at the same time nervous about going back to work. Like, I want to go back to work, but I'm scared of what's waiting for me. Um, lots of walking, lots of swimming. Um, and the baby at two months old, right? She's two days shy of two months old, mm-hmm. is seven pounds, ten ounces. Full size baby. Full size baby. She's been upgraded she's, from bite size baby yeah. she's a to newborn. full size. She's baby. no longer, you know, fun size. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, she's and now the regular under- size pack you'd buy. In the exactly. <laughs> and I've never understood the concept of a fun size. Because fun, fun is size. small. Yes. And to quote a comedian who I, I can't critics, I can't remember his name, but he says, you know, want to know what's fun? Candy bar you can lay down on. That's what's fun. <laughs> and you know what? You can buy one of those. Those really ginormous ones. I have didn't ever- need to know that. <laughs> now that I know it's out there, I have to go find it. <laughs> it's about like two foot by four foot. They're pretty big. Yeah. Someone is showing us, AgriSSW is showing us our own autographs. Oh, that's right, because he was at BlizzCon. I remember uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Our very own yes. Agri-SSW. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I don't I think I that. was there for that, was I? Did I sign that? I don't know. That was I, the con you were at. Yeah, well, yeah, but was it the No, con that was that the I day was, you were in, uh, I think that was when you were in Disneyland. Disneyland, I think. I'm almost positive, but I'm not sure. Well, I, I mean, I've been to two cons, but... Yes, yes. She might weigh the same weight as a gnome now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. So, for me, um, let's see. What did we do? We went to see the A-Team. And oh, how yes. about a non-spoilerish reaction to... And I agree with Midnight. It was a great movie. So, Midnight at the Movies knows what he's talking about. Well, there's a reason why we keep him around <laughs> and know. give him moderation over the you know the big screen board, because... Damn. Yep. And we've got like a six and a half minute entry from him this week. Oh, nice. On the show, so I've got Very that to sweet. look forward to. So I got that going for me. Yeah. Which is that nice. That going for me. But yeah, no, it was a great, great movie. It was one of the f- t- one of the only times that they take a show I really, really liked when I was young and didn't screw it up. It was 
true to the characters. It was funny. It was great action. It was actually long, but you didn't really feel it was that long. So the pacing was good. The pacing was great. All the characters were great. I can't really pick who my favorite character was because they were all wonderful. I just had a blast. I mean, when I saw the casting for of uh, Liam Neeson, mm. and I kind of went, huh? Oh, he was good. But apparently he, he rocked the role mm-hmm. as Hannibal. Hannibal. Hannibal, the mastermind. Yes, the master. Because Hannibal is forever ruined me for me now because it's Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> oh, not that <laughs> Hannibal. Yes, ever ruined as a name. I ate his liver with some fava beans, beans and, and a nice candy. candy. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. But yes, no. He was really good. Um, face was really good. So was Murdoch was great. Just Murdoch was the one-liners were amazing. It was a really, really good flick. Yeah, there Excellent. was there was a part in it where you go. Huh? You know, you have to suspend your belief just a little bit. Willful suspension of disbelief. Yes, yes. just a little bit. It's an bit. actual thing. Most of it is is fairly believable, but one part of it, you're like, what? Uh-huh. There's no way. And they did it just to prove us a little point, which I think was, yeah, whatever. But it was a fun movie. Go see it. It's really good. Well, we'll try and sneak out, you know. Not like we have babies. Yeah, the extra challenge of, of Arch Nemesis is... <laughs> Though we're, we've kind of reached a point where we're allowed to take her out in public without, you know, risking her life. Yeah, without too much. Yeah, I, I don't know as I'd want to sit her in a movie theater. No, 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 no. People. I don't do that. Um, I am not one of those parents that takes an uncontrollable infant into a movie mm-hmm. because, and if you pardon my French, I'm not a douchebag. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am really, really. I'm really actually a not little, a little bit concerned about other people's occasionally, comfort. you know. <laughs> Enjoyment of the theater. Look the beyond they, my they own afford. selfishness and the fact that I want to see the movie, so I'm taking the infant to the 10 p.m. showing of a show. <laughs> Zimri, we love you too, and you're very, very pretty. <laughs> he's got the whole cat and sig hair going on. It's really that that he's rocking. He's talking? rocking the Norwegian. Who are you talking? Was leaning right before? I think you've got the wrong person here. Ah, <laughs> lighten his loafers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stand by. We knew that he, you know. <laughs> well, I know he has a thing for Grail, but. Well, here, first. He doesn't have a thing for Grail. <laughs> for I mean, you. He is kind of a big deal. <laughs> My God. Why? Followed with. Speaking as a gay man. I'm going to <laughs> all of you. <laughs> I would Am I be off the hook then, since we do that regularly? I would be. Um, I would be scared if I was any of the men on the video camera. <laughs> since they're all guys. I'm going to secretly turn the video camera on that MacBook on, and well, I'm not going to tell you. I can see myself if you do. Not the way I would do it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I have mad skills. I'm sure you do. <laughs> well, he does like to social engineer situations, so that is true. Oh, it's kind of my thing. My God. What? Hey. No, no, it's stuff people said in the gray void that I can't repeat on the air. I'm gonna go to hell when I die. I'm gonna go to hell when I die. And yeah. Yeah. Aren't we all? Save me a spot at the bar, babe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, Recursive looks like he's having a great time. I'm bored. 
So yeah, that's kind of it. I'm going to be without without my two boys for For how long? Well, um, Grail be gone for a good ten days, and uh, you know, the other the the baby one, Aridin's gone for three and a half weeks. And then he comes back, and he's only got a couple weeks till he goes Mm -hmm. back to school, right? No, then he goes to camp, and then he comes back, and then we go to Mexico, and then he comes back, and then he goes to school. You get some serious like, like <laughs> busyness, know. like laid. Reminder to the people in Tiny Chat: Don't use the Tiny Chat text chat window. Use the IRC up top, or you fail because no one's listening to you on that chat down the bottom the below. Yeah. So I'll be quite bored this week. Uh, phone call, short drive. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hanging I know. out, stuck at home. <laughs> Please, God, save us. <laughs> Especially the wife. Okay, <laughs> a little bit. Who's been stuck at home the most? Who's organized every freaking closet in this house? <laughs> Hi, honey, I, al- <laughs> I alphabetized your socks. <laughs> Calm down. Have some dip. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. Uh, oh, gosh. So, yeah, that's kind of been it. Haven't done much. You know anything else going on in your Work. life? Work. And home. Website. And home. I have been bashing my forehead against the website quite a bit. Um, and apologies that the forum server, which also houses all of our archives and our RSS feeds, remains offline at the moment, uh, despite shouting at the uh, hosting provider. They did a what was supposed to be a 6 to 7 p.m. Saturday night uh, network hardware upgrade, after which uh, the server has never reemerged. And uh, texts from person to person to person have been relayed and I have received no kind of a response. In fact, I think during the first music week I'll send another text saying, hi, can I get an update, please? Please uh, talk to me. Yeah. The, <laughs> the art team, if you recall, about three or four shows ago we put out the call for artists mm-hmm. and we got a wonderful response from yes. uh, five or six people and I've actually posted thanks to them on the forums and once they're alive again you can go there and read all about <laughs> it. Uh, they have been rocking hardcore with all kinds of great ideas. Oh, they're so good. We have a full advertising campaign all tripped out with uh, Project Wonderful, thanks to them, so all the different shapes and sizes of lightly animated ads with the mm-hmm. verses of the world. Uh, they helped us. You know, We worked out our, our website tagline is now uh, Podcasts and Blogs by Geeks for, for Geeks, Geeks, which kind of does what it says and says what it does. And if you look in the art and photography thread, uh, Valric has been creating all kinds of graphics for use by the community members. Mm-hmm. So desktop backgrounds and little forum bars, which is a concept I've never really run into before, where you put it in your signature block. And it's little one, you can actually stack them if you have multiple interests. It just kind of have a little rectangle that spells out the kinds of stuff you're into. So if you're uh, a dubstep user, he's got one for you. If you are a forum admin, he's got one for you. And you, you build up your little profile with these little graphical bars. And it's, it's a neat way to, to pimp out your forum profile. And he just creates them and leaves them out there for people to download. And he's making some really cool. nice-looking desktop backgrounds. I'm, I'm rocking the uh, white microphone VTW1 uh, on my three monitors currently. Nice. And I'm kind of angry. away from the casually hardcore one. And well, only because I'm annoyed that Windows Microsoft has never come up with a way when you have multiple screens to specify different backgrounds for each screen. Mm. Um, so when you set a desktop background, it becomes your desktop all the way. All of them, yeah. I'm wondering about if I put a little effort into it. Somebody's third party's probably made a modification it, for allowing you to do that. This would be why he has three monitors. I have three monitors because the desk is not big enough to hold four. <laughs> you can wall mount. There's a window there. Wall mount and and uh, suspend. That'd be a ceiling. Roof mount. You've got <laughs> wires. You know. 
You're not helping. I know, right? Your case for reducing <laughs> clutter here. Pretty soon, your I've entire enough away room is going to have to bring more in at this point. <laughs> the amount I've actually thrown out of my house. Oh, the boys playing with the hose outside. God help us all. The floodwaters are rising on the river. <laughs> yeah, I think that corner of the house is going to start to sink. Yeah, a little well, bit. So I would say that I'm actually happy to get back to work. Um, it's two weeks away. You know, tangent section. So, what? Hmm? I'll, <laughs> I'll finish my bit later. Go ahead. Go. Finish your bit. Forums. <laughs> Not forums. Just website. Archie. Yeah. Uh, so we have a, a test of a new um, logo at the top of the screen. If you go to vtwproductions.com, it is animated. We're very curious to get feedback from people to make sure it doesn't make uh, your load times unbearable. Um, it's up there as a test. I'm waiting for feedback from my... Uh, co-station hosts to see how they like that versus the static uh, graphic. But now it actually... I wanted there to be something on our front page when people came to the, that told them what we were about. Because just something that says VTW Productions, well, okay. It tells you the name of the organization, but what do you guys actually do here? And it doesn't really give you the... I mean, it says VTW, but it doesn't tell you what VTW means. Right. So. And unless you're looking at up at the actual you know title bar of your website, you're not going to see this. Oh, versus the World Productions mm-hmm. podcast and blogs by Geeks for Geeks. So I want that up front and in your face. So massive props out to the uh, art department. And I've tried to clean up the just the general layout of the website. We had lots of separate little boxes down each side, and I wanted to give each subsection of the website kind of solid bars that make give it a little more professional look. This is you know I don't even I don't even play a web designer on TV, so I can't even say that. But uh, suggestions are always welcomed, and uh, get out there and use that website. If you look up top, there's a, a part of the website that I wanted to remind people we have. It's the photo section. Oh, yes. We want photos of our listeners. We want action shots of you you, you doing something, something action-y. Uh, action-y. And I'll leave that to you, uh, <laughs> that you're willing to you know, have posted on a, on a public website. Um, so we will, we'll try to get some more uh, host shots up there. And what we, we want to solicit from all of you guys, send us your fun stuff and we'll post it up there. Just make sure you know, we want permission from you to do it uh, before we go cutting and pasting stuff out of the forums. So exactly, let us know. So we're having lunch yesterday with uh, Brain Freeze. Yes. And Silimer. Um, uh, and Silimer and uh, their daughter, um, Princess Emerald. Emerald, yeah. And who's 13 and um, <laughs> Wow. She and, is so um, 13, it ain't funny. And <laughs> he's sitting there, and he's he's going to do, as he describes it, his little Hemingway thing. He's he's headed off to Maui in another couple weeks to oh, finish. Oh, He's writing on his dissertation. He's staying with oh. a friend of his. But the, the, friend, friend, the friend lives in Maui, so it makes, makes it a little easier. On a, he's, he's basically building a tree farm on Maui. Oh, okay. He has enough money just to be able to do that because he wants to do it. And his friend says to him, so, um, you shoot, right? It's like, yeah, I can yeah, I, shoot a gun. Basketball like, or? Oh. No, no. You shoot, no. Yeah, I can shoot, shoot a gun. Shoot firearms. You, you, okay, because, you know, it's for your own safety. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he's, he's apparently, his friend has planned, even though he's supposed to be writing his dissertation, uh-huh. his friend has planned all, all of kinds these of excursions. Act, excursions and activities. Like into the, the jungle. Oh. And you just know you can shoot because the wild boar will gore you to death if right. you let them. Oh, well, yes. Right, right. So it's like, okay, he's not so use wild a spear? boar? All right, wild boar. 
Um, and then they're like, okay, so, and then we're going to go out and we're going to um, swim with the sharks. I've got this one spot where I know all the sharks hang out. So we'll go out there and we'll swim and we'll paddle surfboard. We'll do paddle surfing, which basically makes you look even more like a turtle. Yeah. Great plan. I'm like, I, I, I uh, Shoot, right? I'm like, you have a gun that works underwater. Spear gun, baby. Shoot, right? And uh, and it's just this this whole idea. I'm like, you're coming back in pieces, man. It's like you are not coming back. Without, come back in like, pieces, but I'll have a dissertation, damn it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't not think sure he's which, going to. I'm not sure which will actually destroy him more: having to sit down and finish writing his dissertation, or um, uh, a shark nomming on his leg. Yeah, um, shark I'm, I'm going to go with the shark, shark nomming on the leg. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So it's just every now and then I hear these things, and I'm like. And why would you do that exactly? Mm. Why, pray tell, would you deliberately go out to where the sharks hang out and try and make yourself look like what they eat? Sport. Tasty treats. <laughs> I don't know. Tasty treats. Death wish. Uh... <laughs> you know, and then they're talking about their the deep sea fishing trip they were on. And they're at this point, and, and it's like a hundred foot boat. And there are like a hundred hammerheads around the boat. And I'm like... No thanks. <laughs> Pretty much anywhere rather than there. <laughs> yeah. Like, although better on the boat than in the water. Yeah. Um. Every now and then, every now and then, people just I, I get in that place of are you stupid? Yeah. Oh well, come on. You're begging me to use this one. I mean, come on. Are you stupid? <laughs> yes. Could you have set exactly. me up any more clearly than that? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I could have set it up any more clearly. <laughs> oh. I'll be in the car. <sighs> so. Still no text from the hosting facility. <sighs> but I'm not bitter or impatient. Oh, it, my god! It's gosh. also not like it's free. Hush now. <laughs> bitches and bitches and bitches and bitches. And I'm like, you get what you pay for. Which is <laughs> zero. You're paying... <laughs> Zero. <laughs> uh, to respond to Kevin uh, from the what is it, the White Void, um, yeah, I've considered Stickam. I've got an account over on Stickam. I think next week I will try to do a mashup uh, with their product, see if it fits in the window better. So, yeah, this is merely a test. Or we'll come up uh, with something that works really well, blending our IRC with uh, video streams. But you're supposed to have sent that message to me via IRC. Now there's a huge text block over the top of the TV, and I can't see anyone's ugly mug anymore. <laughs> okay, so the great void, Kevin. Um, Dax, can you use use the mouse there and close that window? Oh, and we'll all we'll all point and laugh at Kevin. <laughs> Okay, so for those of you in the Grave Void who are saying, no, they're not actually going to do all of that stuff, they're going to, um, that's all the stuff that they make up so that they can cover the fact that they drank and got high all weekend. Um, this is the stuff they tell people they did instead of getting drunk and high the whole weekend, that from Noosh Kildare. My answer is, um, no, they really do this shit. Yeah. They really do. <laughs> wow. the, the number Look, of- This man goes on safaris, as in... More than once. And it's not... He the, hunts the stuff that hunts you. And it's not the stuff that... Um, it's not the safaris where you stay in the truck. No, 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 and no, 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 follow no. things around. This is the safari where you hike for three days on, you know, and you got everything on your backpack and you set up the blinds because you're trying to get a leopard this time. 
<laughs> and it's like, you know. Yeah, uh, it, it's frightening. It's the frightening stuff. But yeah, the, the, the very large and dangerous dead animals in this guy's house that I know he hunted for himself mm-hmm. make me absolutely certain that this is definitely the guy that, that does that. Yeah. Be afraid. So, Be very afraid. He also makes his own guns. Nice. He goes ahead and carves his own stocks and things like that. Very cool. I'm like, it's, it is. Some of the guns are really, really pretty. Yeah. So. All right. That brings us to the end oh. of our tangent section and up against the first break. And, and the baby just started crying. So what do you know? Perfect time for a break. Arch nemesis, you rock. Your timing is excellent. You are listening to Casually Hardcore live mm-hmm. on Versus the World Radio. Visit us on the web at www.vtwproductions.com. Welcome! And we have ourselves a little episode of Northrend News, provided by the wonderful Amelia Overbay Day, followed by a little little GLaDOS music in honor of the, uh, in the, mood. the trailer for Portal 2, which is available on the Casually Hardcore portion of the website, because teaser trailers like that are fun. You monster. Uh-oh. Incoming cuteness on the webcam, people. <laughs> okay, you're distracting me from my running my running of my radio show here. Uh, we'll be back right after unbearable cuteness. Welcome to Northrend News, airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore. On VTWProductions.com. In today's top headline, the Midsummer Fire Festival has arrived once again, and cities and towns all across Azeroth are showing their summer spirit by lighting bonfires, shooting fireworks, and paying homage to the fire elementals of Kalimdor and the Eastern Kingdoms. Orgamar and Darnassus are hosting the third annual Ribbon Pole Dancing Competition, calling fleet-footed adventurers from around the globe to show off their skills. And throughout the week in Ironforge and Lordaeron, the Horde and Alliance will hold the regional semi-finals of the traditional Toasted Smork eating contest. But it isn't all fun and games. In fact, the presence of so many fire elementals is having an adverse effect in key regions throughout the world. In Kalimdor, the druids of the Cenarian Circle are out in force throughout Ashenvale to ensure that the increased presence of the Twilight's Hammer doesn't spark a forest fire. And in Thousand Needles, local ice cream magnates Tegul and Feror are complaining that temperatures have spiked so high, it's almost impossible to sell their famous cones to the sightseers in the Mirage Raceway. Says ice cream distributor Xanthi Feror, It's always a nightmare this time of year. It takes all our power to keep our stock from melting. We blew out three isomatic super compressors this morning. At this rate, we should just relocate to Northrend. But ice cream isn't the only thing affected by the heat. Observers on the Zoram Strand have reported that, once again, the infamous ice stone has melted, with dire consequences for everyone in the region. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction Aperture science We do what we must because we can 
For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done And you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. Daxa was chewing into the microphone. Nom, 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 oh, nom, I do nom. that all the time. Sorry. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> so as we were trying to come up with you know stuff to talk about in WoW, we realized that there's really not a whole lot to talk about in WoW right now because we're in the extreme doldrums. There's plenty to do in WoW. Just none of it is new. So you're kind of in the mode of either filling in the nooks and extreme crannies of your your favorite character, and the achievement system, of course, gives you all kinds of things to shoot for in that realm. So if you're just looking to fill time and you feel like you've got to play the game, then become an achievement whore, mm-hmm. and you will be f- full of content all the way through to when Cataclysm ships. Pretty much any kind of whore. Like pet whore and oh, yeah. mount whore and collecting mounts, collecting non combat pets, profession whore. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to knock all my professions to 475. Yeah. Not professional, 
profession. Important distinction. Exactly. I think I said it right. Yes, I don't think I said it the wrong way. No, you didn't. I'm just. Not a pro. Yeah. So, speaking of Vegas. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Reminder that I believe the date's in October 17th through the 23rd. The Octail plans to be in Vegas. Sunday the 17th through Saturday the 23rd, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the week leading up to BlizzCon, Um, and actually including... Well, I thought he was uh, going through Sunday. uh, No, I believe... It's not Sunday through Sunday? It's Sunday through Saturday, as far as I can recall. Uh, Either way, um, you have the option of coming and visiting with us any time during that period. You don't have to come for the full time if you want to and be crazy. Okay, go for it. The rates are incredibly cheap when the forums come back online. Octail's got a uh, call, yeah. call for interest thread in there, and he keeps posting just better and better deals for lodging. Yes. And if you don't get sucked into the uh, killing vortex of gambling, then it can be a really cheap vacation. Mm-hmm. I plan to just get together with people, hang out, and do some a whole bunch of radio shows yep. to fill the time rather than necessarily going anywhere near uh, the craps table. Yep. I don't um, gamble, craps so. table. Um, I personally enjoy craps, um, and I enjoy blackjack. In limited doses. But the... Uh, it, it is that place where you have to have a limit and stick yeah. to the limit, and when it's gone, it's gone, and you got to realize you're paying to be entertained. Yeah, you know, you're not you're not actually planning Going on to getting make any money. money. Any money? <laughs> yep. Nope. I I prefer to spend my money on shopping. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna put down cash, I'm gonna get a new pair of shoes. I'm gonna get yep. something good. I'm not I may gonna, spend a little money on you know go to one of the big the big headliner shows. That yes, for sure. Those are generally worth. There have been a couple I have wanted to see mm-hmm. that are kind of Vegas. Yeah, so some maybe, of the some of the Cirque du Soleil. The Cirque du Soleil. I've oh, never so seen a Cirque show in person. I've so. seen one when they came. They did the traveling show and came to Phoenix. Yeah, they do that occasionally. Um, but I haven't seen any of the ones in Vegas, and I want to. So perhaps we will arrange an evening for people to go out and see one of this the one of the many Cirque installations. Yeah. Well, I mean. Try not to seduce too many uh, helpless men. <laughs> oh, but that's part of the fun. It's not like we try, um, you know. Um, I'm, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> didn't say Stop I acted like on that. it. <laughs> so, in other words, I'm a tease. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Bonking your head on your microphone. A little bit. So. Uh, you have I that effect on that, me. dear. Oh, so, um, you know. Besides, I have the heartbreaker in my arms here. Yes, you do. You can dust off an alt or create an alt for that yep. matter. That'll uh-huh. suck up some time. I mean, this is all indulging the time vampire, you know, aspects of the game where you know it's, you can dump an unlimited amount of time and resources into it, and there will likely be something, some small thing you mm-hmm. have not done before. Yeah, become a trader. Yeah, switch alliances. Switch factions. Hey, if you've never really leveled a character through the opposing faction, I heard trader. T a T R A D E R instead of traitor. No, the other kind. <laughs> <laughs> that is so. Not. I'll funny. give you these beans for a cow, a traitor. <laughs> magic <funny>. beans. Yeah. <laughs> Are they magic beans? <laughs> so. What happens if I eat the magic beans? Does the bean stalk grow out of my stomach? <laughs> Sorry. Or Actually, out of another those place. Are just but those thoughts that sometimes somewhere. occur to me. <laughs> um, but yes. So yeah, Vegas. Hop, hopping over to the opposite faction is important because those starting zones are mm-hmm. going away. So if you've never experienced that content, this is your last chance. Yep. Well, and you could, I mean, just take and do the starting zones in all of the races. So do just the starting. Yeah. Zones. See. Yeah. yeah. And well, and just see 
what are what is the real backstory? What are the real starting quests mm-hmm. in each of the zones? I mean, I've done human, night elf, blood elf, um, dwarf, gnome. Um, I have not done draenei, and I have not done any of the other like undercity, like um, undead or tauren or. So mm-hmm. I should, you know, if you want to see those starting zones do it, and, see do those, it and see those storylines the way they exist now, obviously you're still going to be able to start a character who's an undead or who's a tauren or who's a, a night elf. You're still going to be able to start them. It's just that the starting quests in some cases will have changed. Yeah. Do we know in what cases they'll have changed yet? Uh, No. Okay. All of them pretty much, I would think. Yeah. And they're a doing, a, they're doing an absurd number of new quests for you know, more. I think more than triple the number of quests that they did for um, Wrath, mm-hmm. partially because they have a whole new starting, two new whole new starting zones in the form of goblins and worgen. Mm-hmm. Um, but just their, their focus seems to be on lots of questing content. Or you can oh. uh, start uh, saving your names for your worgen. You know, Fuzzy Butt or yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, Fuzzy Butt. Fuzzy Butt. Fuzzy <laughs> Butt. The butt. worgen <laughs> druid. Just who's got Fuzzy Butt? <laughs> Just popped into my head. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I okay, call Grail's the dog, not here. I call the do- I call the uh, dog Fuzzball, and he answers to it. So, so there you go. Maybe um, Daraha says that any elves in Warcraft are way too bouncy. Thus, they must be banned and or killed. I'm, I'm a belf and a night elf. So no. Boingy 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 um, boingy. And uh, Paul O'Hara says I'm probably going to throw my hype behind the old republic. Oh, there you go. I'm waiting to see. That's still in about a year out, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested in that one. I was severely let down by Star Wars Galaxies. Uh, there was so much potential there, and it yeah, was who wasn't? piddled Sorry. away. Yeah. I don't want to play Tauntaun Handler number four. Um, I want to, you know, I want to be a freaking Jedi. Jedi <laughs> throwing yeah. you know bits of the Senate around. You and three thousand million, three hundred million other others. People. Yes. <laughs> But isn't that what gaming is about sometimes? It's giving you the fantasy. Mm -hmm. I mean, do any of us, when we play our character in WoW, do any of us play a mediocre character? No. We take it, and and what have they built into the non-player characters? Once you reach Exalted and you walk through that particular, oh, there's What a fine example of humanity. Exactly. Or what a fine warrior. Or Mm -hmm. she did this, or he did that, and they're singing your praises. And everyone, what I'm sorry, we want to be loved. Apparently, wants it. Yeah, everyone everybody wants, wants some. <laughs> um, I want some too. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's um, what I'm telling you. Singing. We are so doing it in Vegas. Oh, uh, in the Tierra. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna enough liquor. No, I bet you see, you'll do it. I will go to Vegas and I will remain dry just <laughs> to avoid that. It'll that'll that'll keep my trip even cheaper. <laughs> give me gi- give me a little time. There you go. Um, <laughs> it doesn't work when I warn him. That's the plan, though. Dangling favors in front of your face might work from your wife. Favors Dangling from your wife. My bra in front of his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay um, then. <laughs> so yes. So if you don't want to, no, I like dangling her bra in front of my face. <laughs> the hypnotoad. It's like that thing with um, in Scrubs when they wanted to have the men tune out. They would start talking about shoes, and they'd 
And I've then, never watched Scrubs. No, well, the, okay, the girls, I don't think mentioning a bra will give us an explicit rating. No, but then what would happen is that they would start talking about shoes. The men would tune out and they'd say their secrets. Right. And then when they wanted them to come back, Oops. they'd start talking about bras. Bras. Ah. And yeah. 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 There you go. So. I'm sorry. Were you saying something? <laughs> oh, bras. was I swearing again? I'm sorry. I've your, been alone too much. Your lips were moving. <laughs> I've been alone too much. So, um, yeah. Speaking of, though, of wow stuff, I was asking... I. I have two, um, a, a checker and a bag boy at the grocery store that I, I deliberately get in their line each week to check out because they play WoW. And um, and so I was asking them how they were spending the doldrums yesterday as I was getting the groceries. And they were describing to me, um, you know, they're about halfway through ICC 25 and this is what he's doing with his mage and this is what he's doing with his rogue and, you know, he's going and he's, he's going on and the other guy's talking about, well, I haven't been playing very much because blah, 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 blah. And meanwhile, everyone else in line is looking at us like we're speaking in tongues. In tongues. <laughs> and it uh, is. Are they terrorists? <laughs> are they planning to kill us all? What the heck are they talking about? ICC. What does ICC stand for? Intercontinental Ballistic? No? Oh, God. <laughs> but I digress. Oh, yes. my heavens. However, if you decide that, you know, you just don't want to uh, suck it up and, and just do things that aren't interesting to you in a while, there's plenty of things to do. There's this thing called, called the rest of life. Yes. <laughs> that's full of quests. And full, full of really good quests. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Quest, the quest for the aforementioned bra and panties. <laughs> and speaking of leveling. Low drop rate. <laughs> Low drop rate, yes. Yes, yes. Very rare. Very rare. Um, <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking blue or purple, right? <laughs> Artifact. <laughs> so you'd like to see oh, me in orange then? God. I would love to oh, see you in orange. Yes. <laughs> okay. So yes, there's quests like that. There's other games out there. The portal, It, you know. Well, I just, I just picked up the interesting thing that some of the other MMO providers are learning and discovering is that perhaps the way to break in is to change their model. Um, so Dungeons & Dragons Online a while back went mm-hmm. to free-to-play. I know. And Lord of the Rings Online in the future will be going free-to-play. Nice. I like so, because And then that, it's like a pay-for-service, right? You, it's like a, a micropayment. You pay for extras. Right. Okay. But the whole idea of I don't have to spend any money, don't have to buy the software and pay for a month of subscription to realize that I hate it. Yes. So I think the free-to-play idea is a great way to, to perhaps get people in these in these doldrums say, hey, come on over here. Mm-hmm. Because it's a, it's a zero-risk thing for players. Okay, you spend time downloading it, take up hard drive space, but you don't pay any additional money. And so I've got Dungeons & Dragons online loaded up and I logged in did the intro dungeon today and I said, hey, look, it's another MMO. Um, that's, that's as far as I've gotten. Yeah. Um, so the... You have to be able to turn off those character names, though. Those are annoying to me when I see those. Well, it's a matter of, you know, I've long since customized the hell out of my interface in WoW and I need yeah. to do something similar in DDO. It's like everything's in the default settings and, you know, the, the, the characters, you know, look weird because I'm used to the artistic style of WoW after mm-hmm. staring at it for so many years. Right. It just takes a little, you know, they I, move I differently. The color scheme, too. I'm trying to figure out it's the just color a, it's scheme in just It's just different. different. It's mm-hmm. like when, you know, played yeah. EQ2, uh, had try and had a hard time wrapping my head around it. It's like, uh, you know, EQ yeah. looked this particular way. Yep. This is, uh, uh, your brain gets very used to the repeating patterns of when I play my MMO, yes, things are this way. Exactly. So if you can get past that, there's plenty of fine, fun gameplay to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I got a, a PM from or a, a Skype message from TB when he saw I, I was tweeting about installing DDO. I was like, "Hey, here's the server we're on. Come on over." Like, <laughs> Alrighty then. There you go. See, yes, <laughs> we're not but dealing with. But that's the thing is finding a group of people to mm-hmm. play with is we've said time and again is what this is all about. Exactly. So we'll see. Um, I still, you know, log the the DK in. I'm up to 77, creeping my way towards 80. Yeah. We'll see if the sucking vortex of okay, I'm at 80, and now I need to gear up to a certain level grabs me or not. Um, I'm certainly getting tired of the random dungeon groups and the tools they're in, as mentioned last week. <laughs> well, um, yes. recursive says it. Uh, actually, um, I'm sorry, it's scrolled off screen, and I've only, I don't have any hands available right now, but. Um, one of our uh, friends at the dance party was basically saying, yeah, my whole family... Oh, was Ambrosius. Um, Ambrosius? Ambrosius. My, his whole family plays WoW, and he every now and then they'll be talking about WoW when they're out at dinner, and yeah. people will start looking at them like they've got three heads or something. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, right. Does this happen to anyone else? And, and the answer was, yeah, it does. Oh, hell yeah. But you can do it, you know, uh, Recursive, who's on, um, let's see, at the dance Tiny party chat. in Tiny Chat and... Um, in the IRC, I'm sure. He's everywhere. Um, Help us. <laughs> says it happens to anyone who has a very unique knowledge that when my friends and I just start talking about computery things, our yep. art friends just look at us confused. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, there are more than two categories, computers and art. No. There, there are more than two. Yeah. Have you have um, ever gone out computers, and talked to D&D or role-playing? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, when Gwen gets yeah. on a roll out in public, it's like, yes. oh, this is fun. Yeah. Oh, Gwen? So, oh, Because he always yeah. talks about it in the first person. Like, yes. we went to this place. We it's did like, this, and, oh, and then we did even. that, and then, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, the people who are really into it will talk about it in mm-hmm. the first but of person. Course. Of course. Because they're putting themselves into their character. Um, speaking of Gwen, uh, Gwen leveled. Ding! Um, a couple of days ago. He can get he his mount did. now. Yeah, he yes, did. Yes, he can. He can get his mount now. Well, from the original. Yeah, vanilla, original, yeah, vanilla old school. Wow, yeah, you, yeah. you can get a sixty percent mount now. Yeah, and uh, and he is um, says it feels just like thirty nine. Uh-huh. <laughs> the darndest thing. You're older than you've ever been, and now, now you're, you're even, even older. older. And now you're even <laughs> and, older. And from a celebratory standpoint, as I said, as we said before, he's out fishing. And now he's older. He still. likes to share his old age with the fish. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Does, he catch, does he catch old fish? <laughs> does he catch old, old fish? fish? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Maybe that came out wrong. <laughs> you people are very strange. Why Why do I read you? Because uh, you're weirder I than we are. I have been alone too long. That's why I'm stealing her to go to my house and watch True Blood. Watch True Blood, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You're all alone in your house, too. I am, yes. So what are you doing? What are you insinuating? What exactly are you? Where are you going with this? Are we throwing a party? What, 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 what you were talking about before the show? That's strippers? all I'm saying. What? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, Moving so right along. Way to celebrate Father's Day. I guess. Leave our men alone. Come here, Daddy. Anyways. Talk oh, she's yourselves. totally passed out. And oh, can I just is. mention the fact that she's really hot? I'm like sweating like crazy. Yep. She is so hot. Babies are little little heat blasters. Little heat blasters. And she uh, got her two-month uh, immunizations. Yep, oh. she got the jab. Yes. Got three of them. Ugh. Mommy cried. <laughs> oh. The only time I... Oh, 
Oh, we don't even want to talk no. about this. It, the, the, all the men in the thing will... Yeah. Dr. The, Jellyfinger, what? No. No. Anyway. No, not that. Anyway. So, yes. So, plenty of other things to do. Play yeah. some of your old favorite games. Go to the GOG, I think it is, right? GOG.com. GOG.com. Goodoldgames.com. If you're an old, old, crusty gamer like I am, yes. you can dust off a lot of those classics that have been updated to work properly with modern operating systems. Yeah. It's a happy thing. <laughs> dust off. Uh, actually, go and download Gabriel Knight and play the funny, funny 8-bit game it starts out as. And then it gets into really good graphics by like Gabriel Knight 3. But mm-hmm. the, the accent, that cheesy Cajun accent, is just funny as hell but it's a very entertaining game almost share yeah it, have- <laughs> it's <kinda like> that. <laughs> it does not have to be ultra modern to be entertaining but it's really good it was my favorite game when i first got my what was it like a pentium 60 i think is what i had oh god <laughs> can you imagine Those first p60s they were so horrible <sighs> but it was a pentium man it's a 586 but they call them pentiums i know and the hard drive was like tiny yeah I was like, well, oh, I'm please. never, never, never going to fill that. 1.6 so gigabytes. Right. Gigabytes. All right. All right. Wait. No, no. You got to go all the way back if you're going back. Eight inch floppies, 10 megabyte hard drive. Yeah. Mine had an eight inch floppy. Right. Yeah. The original floppies. The original floppy. Eight inch platter on the hard drive, eight inch floppy. Yeah, those were, yeah. Nope, those were, yeah, the times. But anyways, we're the game was amazing. Mist also, fabulous, gorgeous, oh, visually nice. pleasing game. Steam, uh, steampowered.com is another great source of uh, all kinds of varieties of old and new games, direct to that, uh, direct download version. All right, uh, I'm going to try and put her in the swing. Cause, uh, there's even Steam dying. communities. Uh, we've got a little Steam community going, uh, VTW versus the world. You can join up there. Um, I've been, I don't know, just so busy with the new child and you know, just doing other stuff that no gaming has been happening. Yeah. Every time I've tried to reach for a game, you know, something reliably comes up because that's just how it works. But uh, you know, got thing of dusting off the old Team Fortress Two. Or yeah, that's do, not, do a play lot through of the, so the extended maps on Portal. That, hey, uh, bust out your old comic books. Read through some of your favorite stories. I've been meaning to do that because I I've been meaning to show Aaron in some of our older Yeah, I got that where are those boxes? Oh my god, I have so I many could, boxes. I could read ElfQuest for ten years yeah. and never get bored. Oh you know Yeah, I did bust out the old uh, three book combo hardcover edition of the original Dragonlance Chronicles. Yeah, see? I was thumbing through that just to to have a little, you know, Saturday line on the bed in a sunbeam kind of moment. We are such geeks. <laughs> I can't even go through. I'm oh, sorry, what was your first God. clue? I know. <laughs> as, we, as we sit here and do an internet radio show about okay. geek culture. Well, Podcasts the, and blogs I know. by geeks, geeks for geeks. geeks. I know. I think that it says what it does and does what it says. It's just really funny because if you talk to anybody you know, where I work, since it's in the fashion industry, um, they never guess this whole background that i have you know okay. i'm like a and that geek in a closet that or is, something that is that that is crazy you are a geek in a closet yeah at that point. it is really funny because <laughs> they I, on the other hand no i'm clue. all out. as i was saying earlier come out of the closet daxa <laughs> oh, set yourself God. up for that wow. one i did didn't wow. i oh, walk straight God. into it with your face and yet you're sending me off with her i know it's wishful thinking take polaroids i think so He's kind of yeah <laughs> Oh. Every man's fantasy says otherwise. <laughs> Every man's fantasy says you're lying? What? Sure. 
<laughs> I'm confused. Adam, the police officer, said you need um, to drink Gnome's more. Gnome's shirt, by the way, Ambrosius says, I void warranties. Yeah, baby. Now it looks like he has boobies. Well, you know, he's pulling them out like that. I know, right? He's about a B cup. Don't you stop that? You're on video. <laughs> yeah, but that was below the camera. <laughs> Your face wasn't. It's all about the oh framing of the shot, my dear. <laughs> Leave something to their imagination. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this camera is bad for business. <laughs> you don't have to have it turned on. Okay. I know. Bad for business. Yeah. Mm. But it's oh, good goodness. for listener participation. Apparently. <laughs> I'm feeling the love. There's love. Quite There's palpably, love. actually. Because yeah. <laughs> I have the attachment turned on. Anyway, we are approaching... Our next break. Oh, thank there, God. Dax, how you doing? Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank yeah, God. No so glad you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> I am enjoying myself. I'm just trying to recover from this. Yeah, baby, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about something really geeky next section. Okay, let's go. Oh, no, it's emails. We can do it in whatever order we want. Emails. Email. Here's emails. email. It never fails. Okay, so coming up next, oh. we have an extra beefy Six minute and seven second long midnight at the movies. Woohoo! Booyah, Grandma. Booyah. Enjoy, and we will be right back. Shrek, enjoy happily ever after. A team, you just got benched. Sayonara, Karate Kid. There's a new sheriff in town. Everybody's poison the water hole! Ooh, that's bad, Sheriff Woody. Real bad. One chance, just one chance to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our sexy girlfriend. Inconceivable. What are you people on dope? Welcome back to Midnight at the Movies. It's summertime, and you know what that means. we got big hits heading our way. This is going to be a huge summer, and it's looking great. So let's get started with this week's reviews. There's three of them. First up is going to be Jonah Hex, starring Josh Brolin and Megan Fox. The creative talent behind this thing actually got into an argument mid-movie and bailed, leaving everybody with the pieces. It just never recovered. All the reviews on this thing are horrid. It's got 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, Megan Fox is cute and all, but she can't pull off a movie by herself. Come on, you gotta admit that. It's just kind of gonna flop this weekend, unfortunately. I was kind of looking forward to it. It's gonna be PG-13. It's gonna be an hour and 21 minutes long. Up next, though, is a really big surprise for me, is Cyrus. Now, this is a movie, it's pretty much just a basic, simple movie. We've seen these before. John C. Riley meets Marissa Torme. It's the woman of his dreams. He's in love, all this kind of stuff. She introduces him to her kid, which is uh, Jonah Hill. You know him from Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Get Him to the Greek. And then the kid's like a terrorist kind of thing, you know, where he's just crazy and has this weird relationship with his mother and John C. Riley's got to get through it and that kind of stuff. I, normally, I wouldn't expect that big a movie for it, but this has actually won the South by Southwest Award and a Sundance Award, and all the critics are loving this thing. So, if you like Jonah Hill, John C. Riley, get out there. This thing looks really funny. It's going to be rated R and an hour and 32 minutes long. Wait, Buzz, what are you doing? This is an intergalactic emergency. I need to commandeer your vessel to Sector 12. <sighs> all right, go ahead. 
Andy's going to college on June 18th. We all knew this day was coming. Come on. Let's see how much we're going for an eBay. From Disney Pixar. Welcome to Sunnyside. In 3D. It's the biggest Toy Story ever. Yes. You got a play date with destiny. Who's Velocistar 237? Oh, that's just a dinosaur toy down the street. That's nothing. Let me just take care of that. Just a dinosaur. Toy Story 3. Rated G. In Disney Digital 3D and IMAX 3D. Two words for this movie. Loved it. Me and the wife went to go see it on a Friday, and we had a blast. There was kids everywhere. They were laughing. They were crying. It was just awesome. The movie is great. It was Toy Story 2 was okay. I liked it, but it wasn't as good as Toy Story 1. You know how the sophomore slump goes. This one blows both of them away, in my opinion. Those characters just really come around full circle. They have an ending. Does that mean there's going to be no Toy Story 4? Eh, it could continue, but I kind of doubt it. I think they may end it on this one. The ending was awesome. It was just a great movie. It was funny. I mean, just everything was awesome. It was so worth it. Go see it. Check it out. You can't do better than this. It's got 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Basically, one person said, I don't like it. And they are wrong, people. Go see this movie. It's an hour and 49 minutes long. It's rated G for the kids, but it is awesome for the adults. All right, let's take a look at the DVDs coming out on Tuesday, June 22nd. You got Remember Me. That's a Rob Pattinson movie, and I promise he doesn't sparkle in this one. You got Green Zone with Matt Damon, and you got She's Out of My league i'm looking forward to that one haven't seen it yet so i'll be checking it out all right let's move on to this week's money o's and take a look and see what everybody's got number five spot this week is killers it dropped two spots it brought in just a hair over eight million dollars number four also dropping two spots get him to the greek it brought in 9.9 million dollars bringing it up to 36 million for its total it's almost made its money back on its budget after that Shrek Forever After brought in another $15.7 million. This thing's scaring the crap out of $210 million so far, so it's doing awesome. Number two is our new movie, The A-Team, brought in $25.6 million. And the number one spot, no surprise here, Mr. Miyagi would be proud, $55 million for The Karate Kid. Okay, gang, let's take a look at this week's mix-up matchup. What I want you to do, if you don't know what's coming here, I'm going to play five different movie clips. You're going to need to figure out what they are and join me on the forums at vtwproductions.com. Go up to the right-hand side, click forums, go all the way down near the bottom, the big screen section. That's my home. Get in there, find the mix-up matchup for this week, and take a guess at what these five movies are. All right, here they come at you. Toy. T-O-Y. Toy. Excuse me, I, I think the word you're searching for is Space Ranger. Me and Vincent would have been satisfied with some freeze-dried tasteless choice, right? That's the bedroom, but nothing ever happened in there. American personnel can check out a book in Kubai, Denang, Phuong Tao, Saigon, Bien Hoa, and San Trang. Well, we movie stars get the glory. I guess we have to take the little heartaches that go with it. All right, so there's the mix-up matchup for this week. I know last week was a little bit easier, so I wanted to throw out some hard. I actually took Fuzzy Logic's suggestion from the forum, started off with an easy one, went towards a hard one. Hope that gets your brain kicking. Uh, by the way, you can also email me if you've got any comments or suggestions at midnightatthemovies at gmail.com, or you can join me on Twitter. I am MidnightVTW. All right, gang. Well, that's it for me this week, and I will see you next week. Back to the Casually Hardcore Crew. Bye-bye. 
I'm Octail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. That's VTWSubs at gmail.com. And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio. Thank you, Midnight at the Movies. That was a good one, and I'm kind of stumped in that uh, last that one. Fifth one. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I only got three of the five. Mm, there's I some good the ones in two. there. So once the forums are working again, <clears throat> uh, get yeah. on there and put your responses in. Uh, watch the front page of vtwproductions.com for the announcement. Or if you're one of the Twitter or Facebook fiend types, you can like the Versus the World page on Facebook, and you'll receive automatic updates whenever something is posted to the front page or mm-hmm. and or... Follow VTW Productions on Twitter, and whenever a show goes live or something gets posted to one of the blogs, you will receive an automatic notification that way as well. Yay, website automation. Woohoo! Uh, additionally, we have a new feature on the website, which is our free-to-use Ventrilo server. If you come to the front page of vtwproductions.com, there are several ways you can get there. On the right-hand side is all the login information for the Vent server under... VTW Ventrilo Server. If you go up to the pull-down menus under chat, there's a new section there called Voice Chat. You open that up, it shows you a listing of who's online and instructions as to where to obtain Ventrilo for free and how to get signed in. Uh, for a couple of days there, it was letting people log in but not speak. Uh, that was because I'm a moron and didn't configure it properly. That has since been fixed. Uh, enjoy uh, the ability to test out this Ventrilo service provider for free on us. So what was um, funny, though, was the first person who found it in there, we found it before anybody else did, and was sitting in there, and he put the little notation next to his name, here's crickets. Yeah. Cricket, 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 because nobody else was in there. <laughs> yeah, that was Red, Red, Red Dead Dragon, I believe. pretty yeah. funny. Pretty yeah. Funny. So we fixed that. So enjoy. Uh, speak to each other. Get to know the other people in the community. Uh, there's sections in there for just hanging out, sections in there for getting together and gaming, and basically a, a free trial of a uh, 75-slot vent server from, uh, I believe it is, VOIP.net. Nice. It's a happy, happy ting. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, does anyone at the dance party happen to have the Zergling pet? Because we got three Grunties out. Maybe you have one Zergling, it gets really interesting. And I'd really, really like to see the Zergling. <laughs> Dead, obviously. Why the Zergling die? That yeah. I was going to say. You want to see the... Yeah. Sometimes the Zergling gets, the, gets the shot off. We'll see. Yeah. With three Grunties? There's three yeah. Grunties. I'll be out. in the car. <laughs> um, I would like to give a shout out to everyone who actually came to the dance party. The we're entering our third Now's a good time segment, right? Whatever. Go for and, it. Um, and we have... Let's see. I'm going to do all the horde names. Um, I am here as Dusk Angel. We have Recursive, who's here, and Heliosa. And Debackstab, who better be a rogue. Paul O'Hara, Rink is here. Django Fetish, whom I'm assuming is Boba Fetish. Necrotic, um, Necrotic the patient. All right, Ambrosius. Um, Jay Dordan, um, Tanandia. Let's see, who else? Max Dugan, already got Ambrosius, already got Django Fetish. Okay, stop hiding people on your giant mount. Oh, there's no one under there. Good. All right, I think I got everybody. (laughs) Well done. 
Woohoo! Now, as usual, uh-huh. today's show is brought to you in part by. I just want to be like the number one. The number one. No, number one and Twix cereal. Um, Twix cereal. Twix cereal. Twix cereal. No, Quisp. What's wrong with you? I know, right? Twix cereal. Uh, they actually put caramel in it. You could eat it with cream. Oh God, I married her. No. Ahem. Proudly sponsored by Audible.com. Yes. And Warahan. I'm sorry. I missed Warahan, I guess. Check out uh, the front page of the website. On the left-hand side is a link to the Get a Free Book Trial. If you are at all interested in an easy way to consume gobs and gobs of unabridged literature read by people with sultry voice, like, as we'll talk about later in the show, James Marshers reading The Dresden Files. He's freaking oh. awesome, but okay, later. Uh, That's uh, for later. You can obtain all of these things with a monthly subscription to audible.com, and you can get your first book trial for free by going to our front page and clicking on the link, or going to audiblepodcast.com slash VTW Productions. Mm-hmm. And you'll get a freebie, we get a kickback, and everyone is happy, and yay, huzzah, woo. huzzah, woo, woo, woo. See how practiced I am at the spiel. Yes, and I love the excitement too. I have that a is, woo, that's, woo, that's excited woo, as I woo, get. Woo. You know, <laughs> woo. I can actually disagree with that. I can make you more excited than that. Oh wait, so I not on air. camera. I um, have an email. Okay, go ahead with your email. Take it, and Daxa. I've, and then I've got a couple of shout outs. Oh no, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. It's fine. So I have one entitled "Tool of the Week." Tool of the week. Tool of the awesome. week. Um, hey, Casually Hardcore. First of all, thanks for a fantastic show. And thank you, thank you, thank you for getting me to read The Dresden Files. Hey! Yay. See what I did there? I see exactly what you did there. I bought Storefront. Highly professional. Off iTunes the other week. And from the moment I heard the voice of the guy reading it, I knew it was worth it, even if the book was crap, which it wasn't. And that's James Marsters reading, James by the way, for everybody. freaking Marsters. Um, Spike. On Buffy, for those Buffy fans, uh, downloaded the second he's one. He's also is- Brainiac on Smallville. Yes, he's he, a lot of things. He's, all, he's in Torchwood. But he was way hot as Spike on Buffy. A little bit. So, <laughs> he was pretty hot on Torchwood, too. Yeah. He, we, did Speaking he as a, a gay man. On- yeah, Speaking as say. a gay man. Well, he swung both ways on Torchwood. Mostly towards James Barrowman, though. Yes, that's true. He swung. Well, who doesn't swing towards James Barrowman? <laughs> he swings every direction <laughs> possible. James Barrowman will screw it if it walks. Oh my gosh! Well, Cap- Cap- <laughs> Captain Jack will. James okay, Bramble will, okay. will more sort of stick the with the character guys. Character will. Yes. I agree. James Bramble will mostly go with the dudes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yes, downloaded the second one yesterday, but haven't started it yet. But I was listening to your archives from like a week ago, and if you um, ever make the serious segment Tool of the Week, <laughs> I have plenty of stuff to share, like the priest in Hellfire Ramparts who managed to piss off the entire group with various childish and annoying remarks, then refused to res dead people because he didn't like them, so they had to run back. Slash and lastly, kick. Slash kick. I know, right? And lastly, he failed completely at keeping me up when I was tanking the dragon with fire three times in a row, and clearly it was mine and the DPS's fault. I mean, using any other spell other than Greater Hero would, would be silly, now wouldn't it? And I wouldn't dream of letting my own failure drag other people down, so I decided it would be best to leave. Well, if I'm failing, I had better go. Exactly. And find a real group. So anyway, thanks for your time. And to know my have courage. It won't get any better. Uh, this is love. And I guess it's it's Liz. Love Liz. 
Oh, I'm not expecting it to get any better. I'm just railing against it. <laughs> expecting what to get any better? What are you? Human doing? nature. Human nature. Oh no, yeah. human nature. Human nature is not going to get any better. So, speaking of tool of the week, I would like to say that I have a tool of the week, and his name is Grail. I'm going to tell you why he is the tool of the week. Well, hang on. Let me. Let's do this properly. <laughs> I wear no pants. Yes. I wear no pants. So apparently yesterday I couldn't be online, so we couldn't do our normal rating group because okay. I had to pack two boys. So I was doing laundry and doing a lot of other things. So they decided to go uh, against Sunstrider, I think is the one they were going for. Uh, old Raid. Oh, killing the members of the, the leaders of the Horde to get the Black Warbear? I, mean, I don't know what they were doing, but basically... Kill the Sunstrider. Yeah, I think so. Cause does he throw you up in the air in the last... Oh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. Magister's Terrace. Okay. Magister's Terrace. So basically, yeah. Grail um, clearly announces he is going to kill Dark, who is our... I'm assuming the tank, because that's usually the tank. Right. And he um, says... he First of all, he kills him once. And then he clearly states again, if I get the bomb... I am going to kill Dark, so run away from him. In chat, he says this. So then, he, he gets the bomb, runs towards Dark, and everybody else is right in the area. They all go shooting up into the air about 500,000 feet and fall to their deaths. And then there was laughter everywhere. <laughs> so, he killed the entire raid. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they must have been in Tempest Keep then. No, no, no. Oh, Kael'thas. Yeah, that's, that's his original appearance is in, is in TK. Yeah. Okay. So, and that version, yeah. Because that, that, that doesn't match the fight mechanic the, the of other one, Manchester yeah. Terrace. I didn't know where they were, but I know he was telling no, me TK. the story. And he's all like, oh, and then I got dark. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Grill <sighs> is my tool of the week. So, I have um, a shout out to Warahan. Who's or Warhan? He's going arms, I guess. So he uh, he needs a shout out. And I also have a shout out to Jaidoran or Jaidoran, um, who has been. He is. Um, he he and Darahas come every week as horde to the alliance dance party. Ah, and they run into Ironforge every week. So I'm doing a special shout out. To them because they are here again, and this time they don't have to worry about being destroyed. Um, yeah, and I believe we're going to do suicide Tell by Boba fetish today, um, kind of like suicide by cop, but it'll be suicide <laughs> by Boba. By Boba. Um, and um, and yes, there was a female with the tool of the week in there. Yeah. J. Doran, got it, and Darahas. I think I got that part. <laughs> um, Darahas wasn't that hard. These are words we've used in a sentence. We were also going to do a big shout out. Oh, wow. I did say that in a sentence, didn't I? Oh, sorry. Derailment. Derailment. I know. What were we talking about? Big shout out. You said you were going to do a big shout out today. It had something to do with um, money, I think. Oh, that. Yeah, just a little thing. That, that thing. Tiny, tiny, tiny thing. Tiny little. Just, just a little. Holy crap, we have generous listeners We thing. love you guys. Um, <laughs> That's what we were going to do. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we put a little widget on the front page asking for donations towards upgrading all the software of all the 
broadcasters to get us legitimate and to get us the most recent edition of Sam Broadcaster, which is the hyper deluxe broadcasting suite we use to bring you these live shows. Because we do live streaming, we need a lot more than just a podcaster would need just to be able to record an MP3 file. So we've got this software that, if you just buy a single copy of it, is like $280. So we had worked with Spatial Audio, and they got us a package deal where we could get seven total licenses for $650, which, compared to what you buy for a single copy for, was an amazing deal. And we asked you guys to... Donate towards that cause, and you completely filled it. I actually had $5 extra. Amazingly fast. Yeah. So, thank you all for your incredible generosity. I have obtained the licenses, and I have distributed the copies of Sam Broadcaster. I realized that I had not installed it on this rig about 15 minutes before showtime and decided not to tempt Murphy by doing the software install right before the show. So I'll be converting after the show today. But the 24-7 has switched to it. Octail ran Octail and Hordak versus the World today on the new version. And I got it out to Natural 20 and Emperor, who is returning to the airwaves next week. We hope he is back from his honeymoon. Everyone send massive congratulations out to Mystic Mim and Emperor for their nuptials and honeymoon. And yep. now they're house hunting. Oh, oh poor, wow. Poor <laughs> Oh, that'll make you poor quick. Yeah, he's coming to understand that. But yeah, big shout out to Emperor as well. But thank you mm-hmm. all, all of you who donated uh, incredibly generously. We appreciate it a lot. And the money was has been spent on exactly what we said we would spend it on. And we appreciate it. We like to provide as much transparency as possible as to where your money is going. So we're not just taking your money and saying, oh, okay, we'll, we'll go do stuff with it. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> if you are generous and donate to us, you'll know, exactly you'll know where that ends going. up. So thank you very much for that. Um, yeah, I think our next goal is maybe a slightly beefier mixing desk. Yeah. Or maybe we just stop adding hosts to this show. That's maybe probably a good idea. Yeah. We're going to be a baker's dozen soon. <laughs> I have an email. You go, girl. This is called Martial Arts. Cool. I, hey, I recall Gnomewise and Eyelight talking about a kind of martial arts they did. I don't really remember how long ago it was, and I might be remembering something else. Sorry if it wasn't y'all, but... If it was what it was, it was something with a lot of grappling, I think. I'm thinking of starting some MMA at a place near where I live, and I'm just trying to get some views as to what a few, are a few good styles. Um, you, it was us. Um, we did, in college and for quite a while thereafter, um, a martial art called Aikido. Uh, Kokikai flavor, yeah. And it was... Um, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't a lot of grappling, actually. It was there was some, you know, and it was, but it was a purely defensive martial art, and it was designed around using an attacker's power against them, their momentum, their energy. Um, basically, it was minimum effort, maximum effect. So you went from there. And whenever um, you'd be thrown by a, an experienced practitioner during practice, it was quite the experience because to look at well done aikido. It looks totally fake. I mean, it really looks like, oh, God, that attacker is just playing along with the defender to make it look good. And then you have it done to you. (laughs) And, you know, they say, really try and get me. You know, try and hit me. Try and grab me this way. Try, try to achieve, you know, don't, you know, don't hold back, especially for demonstration purposes. And you 
put as realistic an attack in as you can, and you find yourself flat on your ass, staring up at the ceiling, and you really have no idea how you got there. You can't really piece together the steps that led to you being flat on your back. What the heck just happened? Yeah, and that's now that's when it's practiced at a very high level. Um, and again, you see a freestyle where you have four people attempting to take down one person. And if that person is an experienced practitioner, again, it looks completely fake because the person, the practitioner is so expert at, at redirecting people's momentum and intent that it l- makes it look like they're playing along. But you also have a choice in Aikido of do I do this soft or do I do this hard? Oh yeah, you and can be so really mean have, too. You're still gonna, this person's still gonna go down. That's the point. They're gonna end up on the floor, flat on their back, disarmed, not really sure exactly what happened to them. Yes. But they can be down there going, "What the heck happened?" Or they can be down there going, "Am Ow, I still breathing?" Yeah. Wait, wait. I have to start breathing again. <laughs> yeah, you can really you can slam somebody down where the the entire vert- horizontal surface of the body contacts the mat at exactly the same moment. Ugh. It's called a breakthrough. Yeah. Um, evil, um, but also gives you plenty of time to get away. Because that's usually the, usually the the goal of most Aikido techniques is just to get away. Um, and you know, they, there's a, a running joke in Aikido practitioners of, you know, we have we have this wonderful technique for using when someone puts a gun on you and demands your wallet, and it's called giving them your wallet. <laughs> yep. Because not worth it. Nope. Martial arts don't work against bullet. Yep. Um, yeah, and they do. And I mean, they do. Nothing train- is worth. Risky. You want my wallet? Sure. It's just it's just a wallet. Well, Enjoy. they do. Yeah, and they do train against the "I'm going to kill you anyway." Yeah. You know, they do train against that. So there is the "Do I have a choice?" You know, it's the if you're within two feet, you've got options. If you if are, you're at range, um. <laughs> if you're if you're between two and six feet, you're really screwed. If you're more than six feet away, you can hide. You, run. Yeah. <laughs> just run. run. Right. The likelihood that they're going to hit you really well. Not that high, unless they're really, really good at what they do. Um, So, but what I liked, you know, Aikido is is one of those ones. It it is a martial art that doesn't require you to be very strong. And when you gain expertise, your promotion exams um, at first are just technique-based and demonstrating technique. And then later they add freestyle components where you're, you're the defender and you have a range of people who you may or may not have practiced with um, being the combatants, um, being the aggressors coming at you. And uh, typically the most they do is about five. Yeah. I think the hardest uh, freestyle was three. That's because there's, there's plenty of space for them to work. When you have yeah. more than three, you can get them tangled up in each other really easily. Right, and that was the whole point. Was you you wind up throwing them at each other. Yeah, <laughs> you throw them into each other. You basically move them around that way. Um, but when you're, you've got three, you are, you are moving so fast because you have they've room to reach you from all different right. angles. Um, now, the highest I got was four. Yeah, you did, I didn't you did do, your second. I didn't do you my did, show dog. You did your... Uh, I made it to second, third, first cue. I made it yeah, to first cue. So second, second level brown belt. Um, right and, before uh, yeah, my next test would have been Shodan. and um, four was hard. I was exhausted at the end of four. So, but yeah, I would recommend it. I I think it's and it's great for kids too, um, because it's something that teaches them the discipline of martial arts without teaching them violence in any way, shape, or form. 
So when Nemesis and Arch Nemesis too are old enough, we'll be probably taking them over there. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so, I'm not, I actually, uh, Matt, sorry, I was distracted for a second. That Matthew did a little bit of uh, karate when he was little, mm-hmm. our son, mm-hmm. and he uh, for, promptly forgot most of it. The other day, he tried to grapple me, and I was like, hmm. And I just batted him away, and he goes, how'd you do that? I'm like, seriously? It's, this it is, is exactly what they taught it's you. It's very much use it or lose it. Yeah. yeah. Very much. I'm like, oh, please. Um, so, yeah, anyway, but that's really neat. It's good to know that, you know, you've got that to protect yourself, too, so you can get away, which is a lot of, a, a lot of live, live for another day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, and in, in the IRC, I believe I had Barry VA link to the, yeah, Cookie Guy homepage, and we'll put that in the show notes once the forums are working again. Um, I have an email from Sean Caster. Oh, there we go. Okay. It says, um, it's entitled, Most Likely My Only Contribution for This Week. No! Hey guys, Sean Caster here. What do you guys want to see happen to your favorite zones in Cataclysm? What do you want to see happen to the major cities like Stormwind and Dalaran? I might be around for the show or I might have been finally been dragged out shopping with my family. Either way, shout out to my guild, Knights of the Round, on Aldemon US. This regards, Sean Caster. P.S. This e- email was sent with my Kindle. Oh, nice. You, you, sir, win one nerd internet. That's right. Um, There are nerd internets? I don't know. What do you want? want They're they're better than regular internets. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I say so. Okay, then. I don't know if I... I mean, of course, I want to see flying in the old cities. That's definitely one thing I want to see. And I want to fly the day the game launches. None of this artificial, oh, you need to learn, relearn warm weather flying because you've been flying in the cold for too long. And you can't do that till level 84 and it costs a thousand gold. Yes. <laughs> I like that voice there. You like that voice? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like me to save this one for the future? No, please. 8,500 I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the show now. <laughs> And Daxa won't be able to breathe. That's a... It's an old Looney Tunes character is what it is. Yes, but which one? Oh, God. Oh, God, she says. (laughs) It's an obscure one. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. So what zone do you want? You want to be able to fly over them, yes. Why are we're going to have to end the show early because we're both know. just laughing. Or- I have absolutely. Would this no, be the time to mention no, the No, cut that out. You're making me self-conscious. <laughs> Would this be the time to mention that you need a Kleenex? Yes. I'm <laughs> showing the camera. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So are you going to destroy the world then? Marvin Martian is a good guess. Close. It Marvin seems Martian. That was really close. Yeah. Marvin Martian is more like this. Hmm. It's supposed to be a kaboom, an earth-shattering kaboom. Yes, it's exactly. much higher up in the nose than on I was doing. Oh Jesus! Which I, then I have no doing? idea. Then. <laughs> I have no. Did clue. I get it? <laughs> yes, you got the snot. I got the snot. Yay! You got the snot. Yay! So uh, okay. you're looking forward to flying in the old world. Flying in the old world. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yes, flying in the old world, and I'll be glad that they will have fixed or replaced all of those um, ones that uh, 
You know, the zones that you couldn't fly over because they were incomplete graphics. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's kind of fun during the early dev cycles. They were showing, you know, here's how the world would look if you flew right now. Yeah, and right. you see all, all the visual tricks they did to, to there limit. There was a lot of blocks and gray area. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of just head fakes. And, you know, because you can't go here, you can't see that there's almost nothing to this graphic. We faked you out. Minimal amount of work to make it look like a mountain range, but oh, God, no. Oh, this poor Zergling. They keep summoning the Zergling. Ah, uh, they do find the Zergling. There are four Grunties now that just keep destroying And a Zergling-shaped smear. Oh. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, that's something I'm looking forward to. I don't know if... I mean, gosh, we've been talking about Cataclysm for so long now. It's starting to get to the point where I'm just like... I want to see it already. Yeah. Well, I get do want to see it. And it's a long way off. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the Worgen um, starting zones. I want to see the Worgen starting zone. Mm-hmm. Behind the wall. Um, I've I seen the Worgen starting now, zone. Now, I have Actually, to tell you, have, you yeah. that there are instances in the instance in Stormwind that I want to see. I want to see if they actually open that up. To I the, want them to open that. And the big swirly instance at the end of the canal mm, that's yeah, got yeah, the gate yeah. down. Yep. Yeah. And I would like to see, I think, big holes in um, the outer walls of Stormwind and debris. I believe there will be a lot of ruin and debris because well, cataclysm. Well, mm-hmm. debris down in that little lake area that has nothing going on in it. Right. And maybe a couple of little quests to go and, and like, uh, the salvage. The Murlocs are invading! No, salvage the debris to help rebuild ah, Stormwind's there walls. You, go. you know, so there would be a couple of quests I want there. See, I want to see Stormwind in um, ruins and, like, Red Ridge is the new capital. <laughs> Ha-ha! Who's laughing now? We're not sending our troops to help you. Oh, no. <laughs> You're still with that voice. Who no, is that voice? I am. Okay. So yeah, I mean, those are I. You know, yeah. I don't know. Let's, Let's see. In terms of well, I don't know. What would you do to um, the starting zone to the tree to the night elf starting zone? Uh, well, the burn it? the the demonic corruption could have advanced a great deal. Yeah, I'd probably burn it. <laughs> burn it. You want to? Mm. You want to burn? Teldrassil. Which is the entire the world, island. The world tree. I'm not saying I want to. Well, the corrupted world tree. Well, corrupted. I'm not yeah. saying I want to, but you go in and maybe part of it's on fire, and you have to fight the fire. Oh, then you'd have all those annoying people going, ah, like you do. Yeah. Dead in the rap Yes. <laughs> Can you oh, God! Ugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dara Haas, I already gave you a shout-out, dude. I gave you a huge <laughs> shout-out. So, I don't... Oh, um, and Jay Dordan says, burn the tree and inhale. <laughs> Dude, wait, what? It's mesquite. We're going to smoke the steaks. There you go. Exactly. But night elves don't cats. eat meat, man. They do eat meat. They're eating their cats at this point. <laughs> I don't so know. What they've got left. Dude, this Teldrassil's just creeper, man. Uh. <laughs> anyway, that brings us yeah. up against the break. <laughs> Thank God. We got like two whole emails. <laughs> yeah, I never got to read the email. I had queued up. We'll do a little more in the next segment here. Because, damn. <laughs> Well, I really had no idea how much Grail kept us on the rails, but apparently I know. he, is, he is the central core. One more shout-out. Okay. Yep. What is, is your shout-out? Shout out? to me, Recursive, Norumu, and Django Fetish for letting Dara Haas toss them off a cliff. Aww. Okay. There you go. Recursive was getting beat up by somebody earlier. Uh, I think it was willing. On, on little, I think it was a willing. Uh, on, well, the outlook willing. On chat cam or whatever. Oh, and Zimri would like us to shout out to his cat, apparently. Oh, yes. Aww. Oh, you, you. Keyboard cat. Anyway, <laughs> we are going to a break. A little extra music coming your way. This one is called No Other Reason. 
You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Radio is an aspect of Versus the World Productions on vtwproductions.com. Come to the website, read the blogs, check out all of the shows. You will be glad that you did. Come join us in the forums <clears throat> once they're working again <laughs> and enjoy the wonderful conversation threads that happen there. Send us your photo for the photo log and help us test things like this tiny chat. And I think we'll do Stickam next week and see which one works best. So we can add this video feedback component to keep Daxa laughing. <laughs> yes. We'll be back right after this musical interlude.
I'm Octail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to become a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? If you do, send an email to VTWSubs at gmail.com. And Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, and suddenly I'm all alone on the air because Dax is cooing at the baby, and <laughs> I lights up getting a bottle for the baby. I'm and on the air. I'm just paying more attention to, to the, the baby. Because she's cute and fuzzy, yes, and I'm merely fuzzy. Yes, she's way cuter than you. Yeah, uh-huh, you think? Oh. Anyways, you're, yes. you're just shattering my little male ego over here. <laughs> little male ego. Okay, tremendous and huge. I don't know how to put this. So large, it requires its own zip code. So the last email that we went over time on that I was going to read before we gave up that last section was called Dr. Horrible and Shoutouts. Hello, CH crew. Pim here. First off, thanks to Daxa for liking my name last week. He's the French guy. But yes. Pierre Antoine. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm the French. Oh, I might do this once again. <laughs> oh, God. But that aside, you were talking about the Doctor Horrible and Netflix last week. I don't know if they have the commentary tracks or not. If they do, you must listen to the musical commentary, which is called, appropriately, Commentary the Musical. The songs are great, hilarious, and there's even some commentary in it. Everyone sings, which is pretty cool. Check it out if you can. Sadly, the streaming versions, they cut out all of the bonus content to uh, thus encourage you to buy the... uh, the full DVD anyway they gotta hold something back to, to make sure they don't completely assassinate DVD sales so they'll usually have a, a reference in there saying yeah there's these extra things but we are not gonna give them to you here go get the DVD have a nice day also I'd like to add a shout out for my guild Nightstar Legacy on Firestriders US I don't really play anymore but I still like them and a shout out <laughs> to still Rick like them. because I used to raid with him a long long time ago and I know he's listening him or formerly Kaltafiera Night Elf Tree P.S. Also, great shows. Keep them coming. You guys are awesome. Oh, shucks. There's my male ego again. Aww. It's getting bigger. Stand back. I have to show you something I'm very proud of. So, anyway. <laughs> um. <laughs> what? Wow. My ego. Ego. Wow. The ego has landed. Wow. You have a very dirty mind, young lady. I. That's where the show has been You all have left yes. me alone in the house with. It, it just, it, it, it. I haven't been in adult company. I am stealing so. her today. So I, I need to be in adult Your wife. And your wife. Not the baby. <laughs> not the baby, no. Holding my child in her arms. <laughs> I'm stealing her today. Um, You think so, do you? The wife. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, the baby's definitely going after the bottle, though. Oh, yeah. Indeed. Nice. So we were going to talk about... Um, Another book series right mm-hmm. uh, by an author we've already discussed on this show mm-hmm. uh, right. James Butcher or Jim Butcher who uh, I one day hope to uh, meet corner, corner, and corner. Meet and corner <laughs> for an interview because I have many questions for him mm-hmm. and this was the series that made his name and got his gainful employment rolling so he could then go do the book series that was closest to his heart which was the Codex Alera which we've talked about in various book club sections previously on the show right um, and the this is the one that pays the bills and this is the series uh, the Dresden files which is awesome awesome <laughs> um, I'm glad that he has uh, I think like nine more books planned a ton of books yeah um, 
before he's done. He's obviously going somewhere with the larger story. But it is a set in contemporary Earth. With Chicago. The Chicago, of course. Mm-hmm. And it is basically an old school detective novel with the twist that magic is real and our hero the detective is a wizard yes and it, the character is the the gruff lovable outcast type had not the greatest upbringing um lost his parents so he's an orphan doesn't know a lot about his mother's history, who apparently the you know, magic bloodline came from her end. Mm-hmm. Dad was just a stage magician. Um, so Harry, Harry Dresden, the main character, is named for famous stage magicians. Three of them. Yeah, he's named for Harry Houdini, David Copperfield, and what was the third one? Uh, Black, Blackstone. Black, yes. Um, so he's Harry... Blackstone Copperfield Dresden Dresden. is his full name because his dad was was a stage magician and revered these guys. Yes. Um, So it's kind of cute, cute, fun backstory. And through the course of the books, the author shows you different aspects of the hidden magical world. And he'll usually focus on one segment for a book, Mm -hmm. at least initially. He's kind of setting up the, the larger... The larger pieces that are moving. Mm-hmm. So you get a book about werewolves. Mm-hmm. You get a book focused on necromancers. Mm-hmm. You get... Uh, Deadbeat. That was an awesome book. Yeah, it was a yeah. great one. You get books focused on vampires, but there are different courts of vampires yes. in this White, universe. White, red, and black, yeah. That we know of. And red court vampires are kind of the ones that are mainstream-ish you know, drink blood. Drink blood. Are bat-like in their yes. in their bat-like in their, in their natural appearance. Then he's got the white court. white court, which are more the incubus mm-hmm. succubus type, where they feed off of sexual energy. Mm-hmm. They feed off of emotion. Yeah. yeah, strong emotions, and are unbearably beautiful to behold, and know how to use it, and are the schemers, and work behind the scenes and manipulate. Mm-hmm. And then, so there, the, there's massive numbers of red court vampires, smaller number of white court vampires, and a very small number of black court vampires who are the ghoul type, decaying flesh, um, just feast on flesh directly. And because the methods of destroying that particular court got popularized in regular human movies... Yes. Sunlight gets them, holy water gets them, um, stake through the heart gets the black court vampires. They have the smallest numbers because the humans have actually been able to effectively hunt them when they found them. So he's got books that focus on on those aspects. He has books that focus on different aspects of the fairy kingdoms. The fae are a big force in this universe. And there's all different kinds of factions and types of fae. Um, but the two main ones are the summer and winter court. Yeah, there's the two main factions. And then there's the wild fae. And then the wild fae, which are yeah. kind of the unaligned, kind of go wherever the wind Do whatever them. they want. Right. Do. Yeah. No, they have a king. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the the books are, it's really interesting because you get to see the main character actually evolve over time. And I 
love that. You've heard me complain mightily on this show before about series. Usually television is what I rail against because they are most guilty of this. Mm-hmm. Um, where they absolutely refuse to let the character change. Or grow. Or grow. Or become or someone any, different. Or make mistakes. And have consequences and, that and alter them. them. Right. And this author does not shy away from Harry being completely human and fallible and stupid at times. Well, and and basically saying, I don't care what happens from here. This is the choice I'm making. Yep. And that's Damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. So, but what I like is I like the fact that, you know, he starts out where he's strong with no control and hasn't learned a lot. Because he, he has innate, of, he has innate strength and some training. Right. He's a bull in a china shop, and then you watch him grow and learn and learn technique and know what his strengths and weaknesses are and learn more about the world that he's dealing with. And it's it's just, it, it's a, I would say that it's the story of Merlin well, told in modern times. Yeah, that's the wonderful thing I like about what it becomes apparent that the thought this author is doing is... You realize about you know, a third or halfway through the current set of books that what you've been, the story you've been following is the growth of a major power. Yes, exactly. And normally in these books, you come upon those things when they're already established. You get told, here is this, this grand, you know, the grand Merlin of the White Council and he has all these massive powers. He just is. And this is more the story of, okay, well, the Merlin was just a dude at some point in his life. And now we get to meet him when he's just a guy. Just barely past stupid kid phase. Uh, with a checkered past. Of, Very checkered past. Mm-hmm. Well, his, his, you know, he was attempted. Uh, he was almost corrupted by his uncle. At a young age, and had a major mark against him because he, and this isn't giving any kind of a spoiler away because it's talked about right in the opening comments, he killed his uncle with magic. Which, which is, is a big... Which is the number one thing you don't freaking do. the number do. one law of magic. You don't kill with it. Um, except for he got humans, off. He got know. off. Yeah, humans. You don't kill humans. Um gets gray with with, with other beings, yeah. yes. <laughs> you realize through the first looks that these laws are a little bit flexible. Yes, and there's several laws, but yeah. yes, that's one of them. That's the biggie. Yeah, and like seven, I think, or something. I forget how many. So when you meet Harry, one of those numbers, you know, he's wandering around with with a ruling against him that says, "Okay, we mostly buy that you acted in self defense, kinda, but we're going to put you on probation. You Double screw secret up probation one time, time. Mm-hmm. and you are." Instantly dead. Yes. We're it's called the Doom of you. Damocles. you got the, yes. whore, the sword hanging over your head by yeah. a thread at all times. and You die, then one of the, co- one of the uh, wardens. wardens will come and slice your head off. And, and there's a particular warden, Morgan, who believes that it was a terrible miscarriage of justice that Dresden was let go and is just itching for the least excuse to just take his head. Just chop it up. So that's, uh, that's which, And that's how things are when you, mm-hmm. we meet our hero. And then from there, you get to watch him dealing with that past and growing as, as a human being, but also acquiring through work and just happenstance, mm-hmm. 
some fairly major power. There, and and some well, incredibly powerful friends yes. too. Yeah. His friends are when you really if think she about it. By the way, you don't have to keep her. You don't have to keep it up. That's okay. I like her. We like don't. This. We don't want <laughs> No, no. I'm just saying yeah. you don't have to keep patting her. She could do the projectile. Oh, you remember yeah. that from yeah. last time? I remember yeah. that from last time. But yeah, even you know he doesn't really realize, but his friends are his friends are pretty pretty powerful people. There's a number of and times they're where they're very the- loyal. Yeah. Yeah. Very loyal well, friends. What's interesting, though, is that like sometimes in these books, you'll see people purportedly grow in power. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the Anita Blake series, for example. Yeah, oh, but yeah. That- you'll see people grow in power, but it becomes ridiculous. Yes, it becomes nothing's a challenge anymore. It becomes, and this one hammer will solve everything. In the Anita Blake series, it happens to be sex. That you think solve yes. everything? Yeah. Um, but the in this series. You'll see him, because he's taking on a different foe each time. He's learning something new each time. Learn something new every day. He's, in many cases, it has nothing to do with him as to how he survives. And he learns and he grows, but it's one of those, oof. Man, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay if I never do that again. And and in one of the books, he actually says, yes, if you were an outsider and just heard the things he'd done, you would think he was an amazing, wise, powerful wizard. And what he mostly is, is lucky. And what he mostly is, is lucky, skinned by the teeth, you know, barely making it, right. always getting hurt. But they, I mean, he doesn't, the author doesn't let him backslide, though. No. So something that he got by by the skin of his teeth when we first meet the character three books in or four books in would not be a challenge for him anymore no no because he's growing but the author wisely doesn't throw him up against the those challenges things. anymore yes, exactly. there's always a bigger bad out there of course and there's you know we have met gods in this series and there, yeah i yes. was going to say there are bads that he'll never defeat or or even um neutral never. evils as you would say that for example queen mab mm-hmm. yeah. he won't defeat her we I don't mean, know we, we don't know where he's going know. yeah we've, met, we've met mab but we've met the archangels yeah um there's we've met demons and um we haven't met the devil but uh but we've had I'm what sure we've he's had not far behind yeah. you know with his camp um, and so I think there's there's some, and because he's taken his time, because it's so many books, and he does the detail, you see this really complex universe coming to play. Mm-hmm. And it's a like it's not even as simple as the white court, red court, black court vampires. You see, there are factions in the white court, and they feed on all of the white court vampires. Feed on emotions, but some factions feed on fear. Right. Some factions produce and feed on despair. Yep. And other factions feed on sex. Now, this um, sounds... Or desire. And so Horribly it's just, complicated. But One it, of the beautiful things about this author is he is extremely consistent. Right. He doesn't just make up a, a magical thing that solves the problem for a particular book, which I find annoying in some authors. Mm-hmm. There's no deus ex machina that you hadn't already learned about, okay, yes, these pieces fit together in the rules of this universe. So he's extremely consistent across the stories within his own creation. And nothing is easy. And he's amazingly funny. Yeah. Oh, God. He is so funny in the books. It's just the the wit and the humor. It's it's really enjoyable. They have made Dresden... 
and some of the other characters mm-hmm. around him, but primarily Dresden, they have made into a smartass. Yes. Oh, God, yes. And the fact that he is... Irreverent. Completely irreverent, and basically looks in things and says, well, if this person's, if this thing is going to kill me, I'm going to have the last word. Exactly. That makes it incredibly fun to read, and an incredibly fast read, too. I mean, they're, they're 300, you, you 400 can devour books, them. and I devoured them. I mean, they were my last Christmas. I read mm-hmm. all of the Dresden books over my Christmas break. Um, yeah. Up through Waiting for Changes. Well, what I'm really so. curious about in, in the series is you, you were really down on the Codex Alera series because, you know, Tavi kept getting beaten and beaten and beaten and beaten and he kept having to come back and come back. Well, it wasn't even Tavi getting beaten. It was the, here, I'm going to kill 3,000 people. Well, and, Not even that. And, no, the, 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 I know where you're heading and, and because Justin, every, every book. Getting, oh, poor man. He is usually, the part of the formula of a Dresden novel is very, very, hairy gets beaten to within an inch of his life. Or and, and it's not always physical. Sometimes it's mental and there's he just, weary, he's just harmed in right. so many ways. So why why do you like the, this series versus the other series? Because the the other series is framed in the motivation for the beatdown in Codex Solera is nasty people being vile to each other for the sake of being vile. Well, to and- prove, not to achieve a goal, not to do anything other than say, I'm better than you, you scrub. So I'm going to use my power to beat you down. Mm. That's not the same as, I'm bent on world domination and you got in my way. And I'm beating on you because I want you out of the way. It's well, a very mm-hmm. different motivation. And what really got under my skin with the Code Solera is the repeated theme of you're nobody, I'm somebody, and I'm going to make you miserable eh, because, because it makes me feel big. I got it. Okay. Well, but there was Rubs more, me the I wrong mean, way. You could see, because Code Solera was, what is it, a six book? Six book series? Uh, Five or because six. It was, because it was a six or seven book series. Um, it and it had every one was you could see what they were doing to grow Tabby. You could see the end. You could see. You knew exactly Six where months. he was going and what he would become. Mm-hmm. We still don't know where Harry's going. Where Harry's no. going? Somewhere significant. Yes, <laughs> he's definitely a major. Especially after that last book, he's yes. definitely a major player, and he's definitely going to be doing really amazing things mm-hmm. for one side or another while he's engaged with it. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what, for who, why. Which, uh, what we've been doing is we've been watching him grow as a man and a wizard. I mean, when we meet him, he already has made a deal with his fairy godmother. Now, we're not talking about Cinderella fairy godmother. Yeah. We're talking about he made a deal with a fae. Which right. is really and bad. you don't yes. do that because it's ex- right. it's astronomically stupid. They always and find a way to get you. Yep. And very expensive. <laughs> yes. 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 In all the ways that hurt. Blood, flesh, and tears. But in, in exchange for you know. You know, power he needed at the time, so it's an illustration of the kind of guy he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in this, the most recent uh, book, it was aptly named Changes because it really does change the direction of the series. It does. Um, mm-hmm. From an episodic thing to more of a, okay, we're going somewhere with this story now. Um, my One of my very favorite characters, secondary characters in the series is uh, Harry's stepfather, or 
um, guy who took him in after he oh, killed, yes, he killed yes, his, yes. He killed his uncle, Ebenezer. Yes. Now, mentally, you know, we say the name Ebenezer. What you just pictured in your head is absolutely correct. Yes. Man in blue overalls, work Total boots, uh, white beard. Yep. It just happens to be one of the world's most powerful Lovable wizards. Lovable guy. Yep. But he's just this hick. Yep. From <laughs> the Ozarks. And it's the, the farm Harry went to after he you know escaped justice by the skin of his teeth and was you know put under the doom of Damocles. And this is the guy who took him under his wing and trained him. Um, and you, you learn pretty quickly that he's not to be trifled with. But on the surface, he's just this crotchety, lovable. Yes. And lovable and obviously loving, but yes. also takes no sass and takes no grief from Harry when he thinks Harry's being stupid. But... I think it's just a turns the whole wizard archetype on its head completely. Mm-hmm. Which basically says, in this universe, anybody, anybody from can any background yeah. can have the talent and develop it. Yeah. One of my favorite characters has got to be Michael. I well, really enjoy Michael. like Michael. Yeah. Yeah, you meet Michael's, what, second book in? Third book? Uh, third, I third think, book. yes. Yeah. Um, and again, one of the things that the author has done very well is he really taps all these different mythoses. Mm-hmm. So you have you know, lycanthropes, you've got vampires, you've got the fairy realms, but also you've got the Judeo-Christian mm-hmm. mythology. Heaven, mm-hmm. yep. hell, angels, demon, god, devil are all players in this universe as well. Mm-hmm. And Michael is one of their agents on Earth. He's a human who had received the calling to be a knight of the sword. Mm-hmm. He, and there he has, carries one of the three magically invested Swords that have a spike from the cross of the crucifixion Mm -hmm. in the hilt and worked into the blade and they are a crusader and takes their takes their uh, commands from the big guy. The big guy. Yep. Right. So he works all that into the story as well. And but Michael as as a particular character is particularly lovable and stands out really quickly as because he's a great friend to Harry but is absolutely the pinnacle of being a good Christian man. Yes. He's a carpenter. With works his with flaws. his hands. I know. With his flaws. Yeah, all the flaws, flaws of the limited is. the limited scope of black, white, mm-hmm. right, wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me about anything else. Oh, no. He has one major... I mean, he has the one major flaw. He has a- the way to completely break him and make him do something that he would regret for the rest of his life. To touch- make him commit evil. <laughs> touch his family. Touch his touch family. Touch his family. <laughs> yes, he does have that. He is it, it is... it is one of the things that I actually really liked when that was revealed about that Ah, character. he's human after all. That it wasn't... It, that wasn't even in one of the books. That was in a was, short story. And it was never even the holier-than-thou piece of him because he doesn't come across as holier than no he's not written that way but you could see someone actually getting that uh, that resentment because they would never measure up do you, someone who who had who was close to Michael, you could see them beginning to resent him right. over time because they would never be as good or as pure or as mm-hmm. humble or as they would never have that for him. Well, so it, it, was it depends nice, on who you are. Because it was nice to see that flaw. It depends on who you are because in in Harry, he he puts so much trust in Harry. I mean, I remember one of the books. He says, you know, because he's going away on a trip, and he's like, "Where are you going? I don't know. I'm the one to get there." Because sometimes. 
he just is told go and he goes and yeah and one of these things is he tells harry to take care of his family and he says be, he says well you know why are you why, why are, are you, you telling me, me this you have the big guy on your and he goes well it's lazy to have him do anything besides i have faith in him and in you so, so yeah. he also makes you, you feel put me on par with god yes no pressure yeah. What? But he makes you feel that you are important also. Yeah. You know, you're an important part. So, yeah, I think that's... Uh-oh. Whoa. Big old burp from the baby. Wow. Did she throw up? No. Okay. Just a big old burp. <laughs> so, quite yeah. The sound effects there. But quite the great series, I think. Yeah. The, sh- I the, the, the short of this is... Read it. We can't recommend it highly enough. If you have yes. the, any, the slightest interest in if fantasy... You have the means, we highly, highly recommend, recommend picking, picking it up. up. Yes. <laughs> If you have any interest in reading that kind of speculative fiction, uh, magic-based fantasy, grounded in a very real-world setting that is just... definitely Chicago. ...well-written, entertaining to read. Uh, What is the first one in the series? The first one is Stormfront. Stormfront. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're interested, you can go on online. uh, Like Netflix Instant View has the short-lived sci-fi channel television adaptation, which draws a little... Yeah, it's story. cute. It's cute. It was good. It was good in its own yeah, right. It, it wasn't. Was good, didn't yeah. have a whole lot of other things from the books. The books obviously moved on long since that show was canceled. But for sure, I've I've eaten them up because that's pretty much the actor. Um, that there are short stories. Yeah, out that was who I available. pictured Harry as. So they He's nailed. Exactly. They nailed the casting they nailed on that them one for sure. Um, and the audiobooks. If you want the audiobooks, oh my God, no one reads it better. I find me and Adam, um, girl were talking about this the other day. Is that we find ourselves not wanting to get out of the car, right? Because we're listening right. to we're these listening books. To books. And he's like, he's so good. James yeah. Marshall is James Marshers does a great job reading, reading the Dresden Files. Yes. I snagged changes from audible.com, plug, plug, uh, right around the time I was going into the hospital. Um, and that's right when it was released. And got my dose of James Marsters. And I need to go back. I'm going to go get uh, Full Moon because I never actually read that one. Oh, he's so I think good. I, I skipped over because the dog ate the, it. I, I, ironically, the dog ate the book about werewolves. <laughs> Yeah, when he was in his chewing phase. Thank God he's mellowed. Uh, I think I've yeah, I think I've got that um, on the Kindle. And if the dog eats that, he's dead. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we highly recommend the Dresden Files by James Butcher. Definitely. Check it out if you if you do buy it from Amazon.com. Go through the link on the Casually Hardcore site. There's a UK yeah. version, the US version. We get kickbacks, and they actually give kickbacks for Kindle editions now. Finally. Oh, there you go. So even if you're buying it for the Kindle, please go through our link, and we'll get a little bit in the tip jar when or you do that. Or if you want it to be your free Audible download to see if you like it. Plug it, plug, plug, plug. We are shameless consumerists That's right. here. Get it from us on And if you just link. want to donate directly to us, on the left-hand side of the page, there's a donate button where you can just give us a one-time kick in the pants or set it up to schedule to drop a couple bucks our way every month from your PayPal account. We appreciate it greatly, and we'll spend it on improving places we go to bring you content and stuff we bring you the content on. Correct. This brings us to the end of yet another show. Uh, thank you for joining us. What? Nothing. There wasn't enough maleness in uh, this show. I had to up. I had to up the voltage I a bit guess. at the very end. There, you're lucky that came out of the top side of me. So, uh, join oh. us on the web, btwproductions.com. With you, check out all the great shows you will find there. Not all of them are nearly as bad as this one. <laughs> and we hope happy to, Father's Day. Oh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yes, indeed. Thank you for everything that you do. Enjoy Keep up your the good children. Work. I hope they're not too expensive. <laughs> We're all going to die. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. I have been your Gnome Wise. I have been your Duxa. 
And I have been your Iolite. Yes! <laughs> she does my bidding. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Thank you for joining us. We are out of here. here. Bye bye, people.